Tells me not to mess with it. And I'm a DJ. Oh, you can tell. <laughs> Just by this movement right here, you can see That's on the camera really, on YouTube's. That's all it really takes. Yeah. I guess I can press that button too. Whatever. Oh my gosh, welcome back to B Movies and Beyond. I'm back in the kitchen, Grandma's kitchen. And uh, this week, um, you got Ryan. Peter's on uh, assignment. Yeah, it's still an assignment. 18 years. Yep. Permanent. Yeah, <laughs> permanent 18 years. Man, I'm like an amateur. Like Usually I know to keep this microphone up, but I'm just going to keep on looking. I got a little foggy in my fake glasses over here. Well, today we are joined by a special guest who's been on the podcast many times. T- two, three times? Uh, yeah, I think this is number four. This is number uno cuatro. For Brendo. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. Brendo. Thanks, Ryan. Welcome. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's it's uh it's good to have you here. And I gotta give you one of these. Oh. I feel so genuine too. Uh, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh Brendo, we are going um we're gonna be talking about um Okay, you and I have been going to see Tuesday Tuesday night movies at IMAX. Yep. We got to make sure we go to IMAX because what you've taught me with the IMAX movie experience is you have to sit pretty close to the screen. While you compromise a little bit of like viewing space, you gain in the sheer sound. I think it's very immersive. Immersive. Right? Yeah. Just because the screen is so big that. Pew. Pew. <laughs> Um, no, but you're, you're right that, uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of the IMAX theater, uh, especially here, our local one that Ryan and I like to frequent on Tuesday nights, um, on the half price day on the half price day. I mean, you don't pay full price for movies. I mean, the IMAX theater is expensive and you know what else is expensive? Them not having beers on Tuesdays. Yeah. What's the deal with that? Dorks. I know. Nerds. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, it turns out that our local little IMAX theater here was upgraded to the laser projection uh, camera, and uh, they did some work on the screen, and then it also has the nice audio and nice seats and everything. So now, I guess when you look at IMAX theaters across the country, ours is an abnormally large screen and has the laser projection. So we have a really nice IMAX theater on top of that. So, I mean, why would you not see everything that goes on the IMAX screen? It's, it's one of the... it's. It's the reason to go to the movies for me, at least, um, because you know it's for, better than being at home. Because I've got a nice TV at my house. I got a nice. We watch t- a lot of movies, right? We watch a lot of movies, and we're we're. It's like we're professionals, and we do this weekly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except that we reschedule like two out of every three, and that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. That's totally fine. That's it's part of it's part of the gig. Is yeah. what it is. And it makes sure that we don't see any of the crappy ones. Exactly, and and you know you're the co-host, like. Evan is on um, hiatus, permanent hiatus mm-hmm. right now. You know, he's taking a little sabbatical. I think he's going through a a, uh, a journey. I don't know. What he's just, doing. He's just just got some burnout, man. He's just 
Sometimes you got podcast burnout. Dude, I've had burnout on many fronts in my life. I have burnt out on many of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Turn them and burn them, baby. <laughs> um, Why are you pulling me? I'm right. <laughs> Right, Ryan loaded that up just for me. Oh that's my, my favorite meme. Dude, that's the moment you sent that to me. You know how like you get a real LOL from someone? I got a real LOL. Like that was me. I saw the meme, Hannibal Burst. I was like, where's that from? And I was rolling on the floor laughing. And then when I saw it in like actual video, I was like, this is the best meme ever. Yeah. And what's even better is once you know the context, he was right. And they were booing him when he was right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wrong one. Well, hey, it still works. Absolutely, yeah. I got an absolutely, yeah. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So, yeah, he was right. And I saw that in context while getting one of my Ninja Turtles on my arms. I was, my my tattoo artist was sitting there just watching the the, um, Eric Andre show. Okay. And the best part of that meme is not only do you and I have these certain memes that we share together, when an outsider uses them with you, it's even funnier. It is. Because <laughs> I think about Ryan would think this is really funny. <laughs> and typically you and I yeah. is 11.30 to 12 o'clock at night. Yes. Here's the most random Reddit thing I've ever found. It's like, <laughs> and you're like, mm. I'm on page 30. <laughs> I've just found this for you. Dude, check out Denver Cir- Circle Jerk right now. It's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> yes. In fact, for any of our listeners, if you're here in the Denver metro area, much better than the Denver subreddit is the Denver Circle Jerk subreddit. Oh. Pure gold, pretty much all the time. How instant are they? I uh, know. Sometimes, like the the real post in the Denver subreddit, and then the parody posts are, I mean, minutes. The best part is Jared Polis, <laughs> our freaking governor, is in Denver Circle Jerk, so he's one of us. He is. We know you're there. Yeah, we know you're there, Polis, and I know he listens to this. So he's smash, a big fan. smash that like yeah. and subscribe button, Polis. Yeah, it'd be nice to get an endorsement. Jared, you know, whenever you get around to it, but, um, but yeah, it was, it was kind of a shame that we missed, um, all two days that Morbius was on the IMAX screen. <laughs> right? Did I miss it? Did I, I did not get to see it in the IMAX theater because I think they pulled it off of it. They're like, you know what we should replace it with? Sonic the Hedgehog. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really wanted, I really wanted that to be better. I, I'm I'm did a very positive it? person, yes. And I um You saw Morbius? I did. And I mean, Ryan, you, my tolerance is low. I can watch some weird shit. Okay, like made for sci-fi channel, you know Sharknado 74. F- foreign sci-fi Netflix films in Korean that are dubbed over. I mean, you you name it, I'm there. That's why you're an amazing guest on this show. And uh and Morbius was bad. That was that was a bad movie. It was so bad in the middle of the movie. I was questioning why this movie was completed. Like, have you ever had one of those projects where you're like, nah, I'm just going to be done and yeah. just start all over and forget this happened. I honestly, I, I really, I don't want to like disparage anybody who was involved with making it. Cause I'm sure it was a lot of work. Right. But what it, I got the impression that it had just been hacked to death. Right. Yeah. Like they had just, it'd been delayed. It ended up in a different order in all the movies. They had to change some things to make the timelines make sense with vulture. Like, and that still didn't always make sense. It just, there were things that I think they compromised on because it got punted around so many times. It just didn't, the package didn't come together. Were you the one that broke down the, they were banking on having their Spider-Man with me? 
or uh, no, I was not, but I agree with that sentiment. Like they were building this movie, and they're and they were setting it up to have Andrew Garfield in or Miles Morales or or Tom Holland. They were setting up the movie to introduce like who the actual Spider Man in Sony Spider Man universe was, and. Did you get any inclination Spider-Man was even part of this universe? No. And in fact, they removed all the references. If you remember in the right. trailers, there was graffiti and stuff that referenced Spider-Man. And I don't need Andrew Garfield walking up, punching people, right? Like, I, I, I'm fine with just a reference. Right. But they scrubbed it of all of that because I don't think they know what the hell they're doing yet. So, um, anyways, we, all should, right. we should move on. We got we got off on a tangent here early. And this is that's what it's I love okay. about this one. And it's, it, okay. Here's, it's okay. It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it is just absolutely okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna dub this one the MCU episode because you and I bounce MCU very well. Um, yeah. Peter would love to join this one. He's probably when he edits this, he's gonna kick and scream and yell at me and probably send me texts. Well, we messages. got a lot of different stuff other than Marvel here, but unfortunately, the timing of it is just a little bit prescient. That- we we finished Morbius. Um, we um, breaking news today. Um, or yesterday or so, uh, Thor finally released the trailer. Yeah, so we got, got a Thor trailer to talk about that one. And then uh, what else have we got? We got um. I mean, multiverse is right around the corner. Oh my gosh! Your multiverse of madness. And we're in the middle of Moon Knight. And we're in the middle of Moon. So Knight. we just we got a lot of more shit going on right now. It's not it's not that we what can talk about this more than other things. But hey, you know what? We got a lot of things to talk about. But you know what? We're, sorry, Peter. We're, <laughs> sorry, not sorry, dude. <laughs> but you know what we got over here? We got here? some other good shit coming though. Uh, what? How? Why? I have so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's quick question time. And I'm going to let you ask us okay. a quick question because we have talked about this in the past, but you being the guest, I'm going to let you kind of lead. Um, and you have a very important question about something that's not Marvel related, but something do. that is on your mind and is something that we should address because other type of shows regarding this universe have been kind of flat. Uh, yeah, I, well, if you're if you're referencing Star Wars, then yeah. So uh, yeah, Ryan, I, I got a I got a hot one for you. All right. Is it possible for Kenobi to live up to the hype? Ooh, is it even possible? I like this. I mean, I'm I'm as hyped as anybody, right? <laughs> I'm stoked. Bring it. Asking for more of you and McGregor for ages. I'm ready. But do you get to a point? And in my, my frame of reference here is The Mandalorian. I went in with honestly pretty low expectations in The Mandalorian. In all honesty, when we went in. And that show has turned out to be fantastic. Sure. Because my expectations were rather low, right? It was like, hey, it's this random new character. We don't know where it fits in the universe yet. We don't Space know. Space Mexican. I mean, you said it. I say it all the time. Okay. It, 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 my hero. Yeah. Because I would love to be a Space Mexican. <laughs> Gotta gotta settle for being a Denver Mexican. <laughs> Sometimes you're in space in Denver. That's true. That's true. You're very you're you're about as high as uh as it's reasonable to live here. And it depends on what kind of high you're in. Yeah, that's true. It could be tomorrow. Hey, whatever you're into. <laughs> but yeah, so so hit me. What do you think do you think it's possible? Is is it is is are you gonna end up where somebody's disappointed? Or is it just gonna smoke us? Oh man. Yeah, uh, very, very good question because you set it up, Mandalorian. I came in with no expectations and they absolutely knocked the character, the secret characters, the 
the storyline, um, they knocked everything out of the park because, and here's why, in my opinion, here's this new character who's a Mandalorian who follows a Mandalore who wants to find other people like himself, stumbles upon Grogu, takes care of him, and ends up developing this uh, relationship with him. And that's what we grew and loved about Din Darjan. Mm-hmm. And But during this time, what's his name? Dave Filoni? Yep. He, uh, he's been able to bring out the Darksaber, bring out mm-hmm. canon Star Wars storylines in this one story that didn't exist. However, Book of Boba Fett, high expectations. Mm-hmm. The highest expectations out of anything and anybody. I, I literally thought this was going to be the best series. And for four episodes straight, I had to chew through this. And I had a hard time. Yeah. And the reason I had a hard time is it wasn't the Boba Fett I envisioned in my mind. Yeah, dude, he didn't get off tattooing. Yeah. And he's like kind of fat and sluggish and slow and and has this whole change of heart kind of thing. Boba Fett was a bounty hunter. Boba Fett was a, uh, he's a mercenary. He's, he's yeah. ready to kill whoever. Not this one. We didn't get that. Not only until Dindarjan came out, came back in what I like to call the Mandalorian season three, episode one. <laughs> Those two episodes where we just got Din Djarin all the whole time. Yeah. yeah. That was a, that saved that entire series right there. Yeah. It really did because you got Grogu and you got one of the best CGI episodes of television I've ever seen of, in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, all time. The, in terms of the, the de-aging stuff. Oh for, my gosh. Oh, so good. And I mean, they're getting their money's worth for hiring that hater off of YouTube. You remember after the, the episode in uh, Mandalorian when that dude redid it better? I forget what his name was, but they he, went, went and hired him. And then, I mean, I'm telling you what, they've come a long way. 100%. To the point where it's scary. They talk about it in the making of episodes where they're like... Hey, by the way, this technology is now here. Yeah, it's nuts. Like, he, didn't he go back and redo the scene with Princess Leia in Rogue One? Yep. And it looked better? Better. And same thing with uh, Luke Skywalker in this last one. And um, it's incredible. This is going to keep Star Wars folklore forever. And we're going to be able to have Mark Hamill record lines right now for stories that we don't know exist. And they're just going to use them in the future. And we're going to be blown away. Now, now, devil's advocate, and we're going to get ahead of ourselves here because we, we have the Kenobi trailer also. Right, right, right. right. But uh, it, it, staying inside the vein of my, my quick question, which is now becoming a medium question. <laughs> but um, I like that you bring me on track. You know, that's what I'm here for. That's I got right. to keep it together for Peter. You, <laughs> uh, Peter, you're going to love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Why y'all boo me? I'm right. <laughs> to, answer, to answer your question... I don't think this is going to live up to the hype because okay. I think Obi-Wan, in my in my opinion, Obi-Wan is, he's the start of Star Wars. Like the first character you see in A New Hope is, Obi, you see Obi-Wan Ken- yeah. Kenobi. And you think you're going to follow his story and they kill him off. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah. If you, it, haven't, if you haven't seen a movie made in the 70s. <laughs> uh, but but um, they bring him back with Ewan McGregor, who's fantastic. He's the only saving grace of the prequels, in my opinion. He was one of them, yeah. And they're going to bring him back for his own series. And listen, I don't. You just asked me earlier, like if I've watched Clone Wars or Rebels. There's characters in those shows mm-hmm. that are shown in Obi Wan, where I'm like, who is this guy? And it's my fault for not following this. But I think like ninety percent of the people oh, yeah. who haven't watched the animated Star Wars stuff will not get this. Uh, just like uh, 
Kane, um, Babe Kane. Mm-hmm. Cat Bane, you Cat mean. Cat Bane, yep. thank you. Why did I forget that one? Sorry. Um, nobody knew who he was, but he was in a lot of the, He's he was in the Clone very, Wars. Very prevalent in both, yes. yeah. Both, in both, both of them, right. Both Clone Wars and Rebels. Um, and yeah, I think that, so, and that's kind of my my concern in, in a way, right, is I, I do also think it's going to be difficult for it to live up to the hype for everyone. I think I'm going to enjoy it because I'm. it's easy for me to do, but but what I think might be a little heavy, heavy handed, and I'm worried it might be heavy handed is the fan service, right? Where did I enjoy seeing an episode of Luke Skywalker training Grogu? You know what? Yes, I did. And Ahsoka. But can we get some new shit? Like, I mean, come on, we've got a universe full of stories that we can tell and a timeline that goes from the old Republic all the way up to now. Thank you. Thank you. Shower me with your praise. Um, no, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, we have all these new characters we can go explore, and I think that Dave Filoni hopefully will dip into the Filoni verse a little bit, right? Clone Wars and Rebels. I love that term, Filoni verse. The Filoni verse. That just sounds like a weird a nerd sex. Him and John Favreau. <laughs> um, like they learned that in Star Wars sex class, right? But you I, follow the Filoni into <laughs> tubes full of <laughs> Yep. Okay. That. Uh, Universe saying Filoni verse. Oh, the Filoni verse. No, but um, and then I mean, really, now you've got all kinds of other Disney Star Wars canon, like uh, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. that kind of happens during that time period. It's a whole bunch of things going on. So, um, I just feel like there's opportunity for fresh faces and fresh characters. We've got you and McGregor. We've got Obi Wan Kenobi. We're gonna have a young Luke. Clearly, they already showed him in the trailer. Right. I don't. I don't know if I need anybody else. Do you need Darth Vader to come back as Hayden Christensen? Well, we or know that's vice versa. Well, we know that's happening. What I'm most curious about is how are they going to handle Hayden acting, like actually showing some <laughs> of his acting capability, which I believe he has. Right? Uh, I just don't think he's. I think he's had some, you know, sore chances to expose it. But, um, you know, what's it going to be the the Tony Stark view inside the helmet, or, you know, mm. how, how, what what are they? How how are we going to see Hayden Christensen? Because I'm again, I'm ready for it, but um, I don't need to be gimmicky. I like that. I like that. So let's um, move on. Move on. And what we got now is. Here are some exciting coming attractions from movies and beyond. Movie trailers. Yes. As you didn't tell by the. That guy's dead. I think the movie trailer guy. I think he's been dead for a while. I don't know if they have a movie trailer guy anymore, do they? Uh, there's gotta be, there should be a school where they teach you to have the movie trailer guy voice. And now, and now our feature presentation, um, Obi-Wan trailer. What are your thoughts? Uh, it was a teaser. I'm teased. Yeah. Yeah. I'm teased. Didn't tell too much. Yeah. Just enough. Um, we learn from Ewan McGregor that the first two episodes are going to be week one. Yes. I like how but they do not that. on May the f- well yeah I guess why how did they miss May I the really 4th? wanted to be May the fourth right what I get it but I don't get it like that would have just been too much of a slam dunk maybe it would have broken the internet I really hope they <clears throat> Disney's like oh yeah sorry we forgot hmm. <laughs> weird duh but um, but yeah like uh, it was a teaser trailer I'm teased I'm excited I'm ready to go me too I I hope when this show comes out. I'm sending you a message saying this was the best first two episodes of a Star Wars series I've ever seen. Yes. 
I, I really, and that's, that's my downfall right now is I have really high expectations, but however, I'm, I'm the, I'm the weird Star Wars fan. I like the dark side. Okay. I'm not, I don't follow the Jedis. I don't care about that whole religion, the lore or anything. I, I like my Mandalorians. I like my uh, empire. I like, I like my dark side. So dude, I, I, you'd be on, you'd totally be on board then. I, I want them to, they're apparently remaking Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Yes. Which I think still one of the best games of all time. Best video games, period. How do they bring out Darth KOTOR 1 and 2? And Darth then Revan? Darth Revan? Yeah. How do they bring him out? Spoiler yeah. alert, right? Uh, basically, you, you you in the game wake up having had your, you've lost your memory, right? And they're talking about, oh, hey, you're this Jedi, but you lost your memory anyways, come help us, right? And you go do all these missions. And then, like, honestly, I think one of the biggest, like, reveals spoilers in video game history is that you are Darth Revan and they, the Jedi erased your memory to try and like convert you back to the light side and you discover your Revan and get to choose whether you continue on the light path or whether you stomp everybody out. That's why that game was one of the best. I think it was how does Disney bring him out? Dude, like Darth Revan would be such an amazing character. And again, when you go that far back in the timeline, you could do whatever you you want, do whatever you want, whatever you want at that point. So, um, we're ready. We're ready, Disney. <laughs> it's in my loins. <laughs> that's one. That's one way to put it. <laughs> um, speaking of Disney, I'm going to move on to what we alluded to earlier. We have a Thor trailer, Thor: Love mm-hmm. and Thunder. As Takia Watiti said, this was a love story, and okay. it's in the name. So, who does Thor fall in love with? Himself. Um. That's you what know, that's what the trailer alludes me to. I do think that Thor could have used a little self love after after the Infinity Saga. He right? got fat, played some Xbox. I mean, that dude got his he he got, he got torn up yeah. in that experience, right? So uh, Thor trying to figure out who is Thor in this new world. <laughs> it's like a teenager going through his teenager. dude. I mean, that's what the the, the trailer kind of showed us, right? It was like him in the hippie clothes sitting under the tree. Like um, that's that's. I like they're they're playing into that like discover yourself trope, but I think what I think is that everything they showed us in this teaser is in like the first ten minutes of the movie. I hope so. And well, we didn't see any bad guys. Yeah. Um, Batman's in it. Christian Bale's in it. Gore the God Butcher, bro. Right. Uh, Shit's coming. <laughs> they're saying um, gods better watch out. Who's the other guy? Um, Beta Beta Billy Ray. Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill, yeah. Is Beta Ray Bill in this? Do we know? Uh, there's rumor that he is. Oh, I would take that. But Beta Ray Bill's a good character, too. Marvel Marvel fans want him. Yeah. They want him. No no incl- inclination of him in this trailer whatsoever. But, um, you know, we did see Zeus. Was he in the trailer? I, I, I think it was either Zeus or Hercules. I'm going to say Zeus, I think, when he grabs the lightning bolt. And again, we got to remember, Christian Bale confirmed villain, Gore the God Butcher, Zeus gonna die. Zeus is he, played by that dude's getting smoked. You know who he's played by? Uh, no, I don't. Russell Crowe. Oh, really? Yeah, Russell Crowe is gonna be Zeus. I'm telling you, like we saw that whole pantheon of Greek gods or whatever in that teaser. Mm-hmm. Those motherfuckers are dead. <clears throat> Gore's, Gore's gonna like. I'm. They're 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 teasing us with that. I think. I think there's a significant amount of those folks that ain't that ain't making it. I like that. I like that this is what we're going to get out of this movie. Cause a lot of people think it's going to be kind of like uh, Thor, as I like to call it, Fraggle rock. Cause I can't say Ragnarok. 
Um, except for I said it just it's fine. It's a good reference. And, <laughs> and Thor uh, Fraggle Rock was a little bit more funny. Yeah. And it was like an arena type of, mm-hmm. type of movie. Basically, it was, it was Disney's way of making the Hulk without... Uh, with bypassing the rights to the Hulk. Yeah. It was like, how do you do a Planet Hulk movie without doing a Planet Hulk movie? Right. And that was Fraggle Rock. Yep. And um, this one, I think, is going to be a true sequel to Thor mm-hmm. 2, The Dark I think World. the tonality will be the same because it's Taika Waititi. And right. apparently, uh, Chris Hemsworth had a lot of influence in the new Thor. It's and what he's got funny. him kind of re-engaged with the character. And you got some Guardians. I'm about it. I'm about it. I love um, it. So, awesome. Okay. To... Um, move on to the next one is we are getting more um let's get ready it's here it's dr strange in the multiverse of madness uh this is quick you know we've had two real trailers yes and these are just like tv spots and whatnot but we're seeing more footage movies looking dark Mm -hmm. and they're really showing that scarlet witch is going to be uh not just like a sub character she's going to be a main character i think she's the baddie i think she is too Versus that weird squid octopus look at thing. Yeah, I think that's all just, I think those are all things leaking out of the, did you watch What If? Mm-hmm. Remember when uh, Captain Carter went through the portal and there's like the tentacles coming out? I think it's all, I think there's all these same kind of monsters that live in between universes that oh. are starting to get unleashed from various, too many people poking holes in it, right? My favorite is that we saw Marvel zombies in What If, but we also saw some in the Doctor Strange trailer. So we saw a version of Strange, right, that looks zombified. And then did we get a do we get a zombie Wanda? I'm I'm still torn on whether is it just Wanda covered in blood or is do we is that is that a zombie Wanda that we got? I I, w- I didn't go back and frame by frame it. My expectations are low, and I think it's going to be that she is just covered in blood. Okay, I hope there's blood in this movie. This seems yeah. like a, a Marvel movie that needs a little bit more edge. It, it also seems like this is kind of a door to the next phase of the MCU, right? Of just that the, the breadth of stories they want to go tell now. We need a way to be able to break them all up. We can't have everybody be tied to the same timeline and everything has to make sense altogether anymore. They kind of need all these branches like they have in the comics of all these different universes and all these different worlds. I think this movie is going to expose everybody to that. I think they're ready for it. But what I hope they don't do is try and just cram it with too much, right? Give, give us the avenue for all of these universes. I don't need to see all of them in this movie, right? And so the one I'm thinking of is Marvel Zombies. Mm-hmm. Give me a hint, right? Show me Zombie Strange. Show me one other thing and then snap the door shut and we can have a whole other Marvel Zombies movie. I don't need too much of that. Here. Absolutely, yeah. Thanks, Arnold. <laughs> um, um, I agree with you. I think... Uh, I'm just ready for the movie. At this point, stop showing me trailers. Yeah. Um, just like Sonic. Sonic gave me way too many trailers. Um, we got... I want to go into this one. This is uh, Kids in the Hall. This is oh, a yes. TV series off Amazon Prime. And listen, I didn't really watch Kids in the Hall when I was younger because the humor was just above my head. But as an adult, I, it's one of the funniest shows. It spawned... The Whitest Kids You Know is spawned all these, you know, Mr. Show with uh, um, Bob Odenkirk and David Cross and and, and just all these like pre-recorded comedy sketch shows that are just raunchy. Mm -hmm. Well, it's almost like a, like even at the time, right? It felt like a slightly fresher kind of Monty Python influenced sketch Mm. comedy. Monty Python for sure. And like 
I just, especially some of the Monty Python, like maybe not like Holy Grail, like the full movies, but like the Monty Python sketch comedy, right? If you ever watched any like the show, right, right, where there's just like the Ministry of Silly Walks and like just weird shit like that, right? That they're, uh, I feel like that's the kids in the hall, like the tonality that I got from this, but the the post COVID take, <laughs> like the woke, the woke take. Have you watched a bubble? No. Um, very post COVID movie. Okay. I got targeted by it on Netflix. Super funny. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Peter reviewed it last week. Oh, nice. Um, based off his review, I watched it and uh, I enjoyed it. It was a great movie to watch. Awesome. Um, I think it has good talent in it, if I remember. Great talent, dude. It has this, the Space Mexican, Pedro Pascal. Okay. Um, it has... Um, that dude's in everything now. I know. He's just like time traveling in his sweet nebula like cruiser. Cage, get paid, bro. Dude, are, do you want to go see that movie? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in that one too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> good, good for you, Din Darjan. Din, Din, is he Din Darjan? Uh, no. So now you fucked me up. It's Din Jarin, not Darjan. No, those are clove cigarettes, right? Uh, I don't know. I but now I'm gonna have to Google it. <laughs> Din Jarin. Din Jarin. I think I think Dave Fallopian tube seriously smokes cigarettes. Yeah. Well, and you know. <laughs> They got to make it easy to remember. Right. <laughs> hey, Grogu. <laughs> How many kids out there do you think look at that baby Yoda and they're like, what's his name? And they're like, baby, baby Yoda. Yoda. Like, no, it's Grogu. Anyway, um, to be honest with you, these other two trailers, I didn't really pay too much attention to. I, I watched them. So we also had Escape the Field on the list here. What I would say is that both of these movies felt like... Uh, gimmicky to me or like a Boom. like form factor movies right they were like a paint by numbers escape the field and black site paint by numbers yeah solid take um am so i gonna go watch them probably yeah i mean i watch a lot of movies they put them on the imax theater you know ryan and i are there on <laughs> half price tuesdays <laughs> half price tuesdays yeah. like trying to get the the usher over there to buy me a beer and then still trying to get me still me trying to get him to purchase two beers, but knowingly I can't yeah. do it. What a stupid thing. He acts like he's doing you a favor, pouring you a $12 Coors Light. Yeah. And <laughs> one and not one for my buddy. You know? Fine. Dude, he'll be here in like 10 minutes. And you walk through the door. Hey, yeah. And I'm like, here he is. Can I now but run my car again? already turned all the lights off and turned the tap sack <laughs> off again. Uh, last but not least, uh, we covered this last week as well, but I wanted to get your take on this one, Stranger Things. Uh, oh. It has a really rocking song, just like Thor. Does. Love does. and Thunder. Oh, it, you're right. Lots yeah. of, lot of like 80s ballads. Yeah, just, and that's going to be the theme of post-COVID movies, 80s are they ballads. Just, are they just pandering to our generation now? I, I felt like they have been for a while, but now- The Batman. Yeah. Well, I'm Nirvana. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and they made his theme song around that song, dude. Yeah. Like when I hear that Batman, I'm like, that's just Nirvana. <laughs> you know, it's like just because it's a stereotype doesn't mean it's wrong. And when we were, <laughs> why are you calling me? I'm right. <laughs> that's a good usage. Yeah. That, was, that was that was appropriate. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, just I I I play me some eighties ballads and, and I might enjoy the trailer slightly more than if you paid me like played some modern, modern garbage music. Do you like how they, some of them modern, modernize the songs? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Like, Make this, it a little uh, like stranger things is like, Oh yeah, this is, um, 
We got the random like guitar solo ballad in, in the, the trailer. trailer. <laughs> I was like, is this a like, is this actually going to be in the show? I'm so confused by that. But what was your hot take, by the way? Oh, uh, so my hot take is, and uh, let's just quick spoiler alert: if somebody doesn't watch Stranger Things, um, is in the very beginning of the show, right? There, there was a lot of focus on that. This was a Dungeons and Dragons group, right? Oh my God. Are you and going there? No, 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 I'm not. I'm, it's not what you think. <laughs> it's not what you think. Uh, but that then these monsters, right? So the Demogorgon and then the, and I'm drawing a blank on the, the most recent villain, right? And then now this, um, which, what, what is his name? I'm drawing, I'm drawing a blank this too. Oh, Vecna under okay. pressure, right? So all three, um, Lovecraftian like monsters and villains, right? From HP Lovecraft that were heavily influential and present in the Dungeons and Dragons lore and, and play like, so is it a coincidence that these kids were playing Dungeons and Dragons and then now they're fighting all these very specific Dungeons and Dragons monsters in, in the upside down or, or did they cause it? Uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, dude, you might have just nailed this entire series. Like that we're going to find out that, you know, one of these kids or 11 or one of them, right, manifested this whole thing. Absolutely, yeah. So that's my hot take. We'll wait. Wow, dude. We're going to wait for that one to come back around like when I said Han was alive in Fast and the Furious. And I was right. Dude, you might be the prophecy for all media. I've got a I've got an inside line at Universal Studios. Do you really? And Netflix <laughs> and Disney. As I, okay, so can you help me come up with my awesome movie creations? Sure. That I always say on this podcast. <laughs> and Peter's like, Yeah, that would actually be kind of a cool movie. <laughs> listen to our past episodes. I have a lot of good ideas. I always yeah. forget them. So you always have to go back and listen to me ramble on about making an awesome movie. My favorite one was the Face Off 2, where it was uh, Travolta and Nicolas Cage, and they did Face Off again. However, they had to outlive their current careers as oh. actors. Yeah, well, so th- that was in uh, Nicolas Cage's Reddit, Ask Me Anything. Did you see that? Uh-uh. One I of heard the- that was a fantastic well, Ask Me Anything. Excellent. One yeah. of the best ones in recent memory, right? And But one of the top questions that had gotten voted up to the top was, Mr. Travolta, how weird has it been, when- been wearing Nicolas Cage's face for all these years? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he answered it pretty much in character. It was hilarious. Oh, dude, Nicolas Cage is the best thespian ever. He, he doesn't go by actor. Thespian. He's a thespian. Okay. And it, it okay. makes sense, right? Okay. Um. All right, Brando. Let's see. We got... <laughs> oh, I don't have the crinkly paper. News. 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 Um, I want to run through news quickly because I actually, what I really want to do is talk more about the MCU and where okay. they're going. So let's yeah, let's see. roll through this. All right. Moon Knight drops major tease that he's been fighting longer than any other MCU characters. Let's punt that. Let's talk. Let's talk Moon Knight at the end. Okay. Deal. Uh, Disney plus loses agent Carter, X-Men and more fan favorite episodes. Do you know why? Was this the, uh, the censorship thing? Right. Okay, so that they pull more episodes to edit them is what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Lame. I don't want Disney to do that. I think that what what we couldn't we couldn't police not having eight year olds in there. Like, 
And, I mean, I mean, how are we going to get these different Marvel universes? How are we going to get the Deadpool, the Marvel Knights? How are we going to get these more adult characters that we really want? Because DC did an okay job with them. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, not the best. But I know if Disney and Marvel allowed it and pushed it, we would get really good adult rated R action and content with Punisher, Moon Knight, Wolverine, the X-Men. There are just characters that call for it, right? And I think Deadpool was the one that, and I'm glad Ryan Reynolds like dug his heels in on that, right? Of like, no, Deadpool is an R-rated film, period, Mm -hmm. right? And uh, so I kind of agree that it's something we're going to have to solve for, or Disney's going to have to solve for, on, you know, just, you're going to run out of runway on stories you can tell to a point, right? Of just, they've, they've purchased, they've spent, billions and billions and billions of dollars buying up all this intellectual property for the star Wars universe, for Marvel, for, you know, I mean, you know what they're, they're building this portfolio and to just go, Oh, Hey, you know what? We can't say the F word too many times. Like it just, why? Right. Especially when you have this, this bench of characters that deserve it, especially in the Marvel universe. It's just, I think to me, it's tough. It's tough that they would decide not to find some solution for it. We watched Batman, and within the first 20 minutes, there were F-bombs in it. Yes. And it was totally normal. It wasn't shocking, you know? It wasn't one of those- yeah, oh, I'm not asking for Wolf on Wall Street, right? Yeah. Like, just make it seem real. Just put it in the storyline. Yeah. And it, it and if you incorporate in the storyline perfectly fine, nobody will notice. Yep. It'll go- But if you go out of your way to take it out or censor it or make these articles that, that it's a big deal- then that's when it becomes a big deal and it's unnecessary. Yeah. Disney owned Miramax. They owned Buena Vista. They own these adult, mature companies. So they can sound like they have a porn studio, right? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about just not doing kids movies, guys, not adult films, which Ryan is also an enthusiast, but yeah. Yeah. I I mean, (laughs) if Disney comes out with Disney and they turn the plus to an X and add two more then Disney XXX might work, that'd be fine. I'll pay the extra. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, could you imagine paying for that service? Oh man. They'd be like, yeah, normally it's eleven ninety nine, but for this one, it's going to be... It's only $80 a month. <laughs> yeah. And you get free bath water. <laughs> oh, my God. From Prin- <laughs> Princess Jasmine. <laughs> it's like cam girls at the top and Disney gear. Call me, I'm right. <laughs> and okay. then also... Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> oh, um, this is my other favorite one, but uh, we haven't brought it. Oh, oh, yeah. We'll save that one. We'll save it. Um... <clears throat> Moon Knight has been, okay, here's one last one. Ben Affleck and Matt Damon reunite to talk about a a Nike shoe deal with Michael Jordan. So it's going to be a documentary about how um, Nike uh, got their deal with Jordan. It's apparently a pretty cool story. It is a cool story. It's also cool that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are doing a movie together again. Oh, yeah, that's true. Now, what use do they have for two white dudes in that movie? Larry Bird. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm just joking. It's like <laughs> probably yeah. some exec executives or something. <laughs> like, yeah, Matt, Matt Damon. That seems like a reasonable Larry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Um. All right. This is what I want to talk about because what we're four episodes deep right now. Uh, today yes. is fourth episode. Today is four. Have you watched it? Well, tonight, Wednesday. Okay, so, one a.m. tonight. Wednesday, yeah. April fourteenth. <laughs> 
April 19th. <laughs> uh, April 20th, bro. It's 19th today. Oh, so Moon Knight comes out on Thursdays? Moon Knight comes out on Wednesdays. Today is Tuesday. Oh my gosh. Yep. <laughs> That's real shit, everybody. <laughs> what what, did, what shows Thursdays? This is Ryan's life. Days don't matter. Days don't matter. I sleep till I sleep till six in the morning. Sometimes I sleep till like 10 in the morning. I don't know. And it's not weekend specific. It's, it's weird how your circadian rhythm's fucked up. I'm so messed up. <laughs> so Actually, me- I don't know if it is or not. I'm no, totally. Like everybody around me is like, what, what, when are you recording an episode? I'm like, well, tonight. And they're like, oh, this, it's not Wednesday. That's why I messed up. I think it's Wednesday right now. Because uh, uh, we're here. Because we're here. It's a day early, everybody. Um, Episode four comes out next week. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Why don't I take over the lead on this? Why don't, why don't you let me run with this? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> why am I drunk? <laughs> yeah, it's only two two course banquets in. No, um, yeah. So we got we're, we, we're three episodes into Moon Knight. Okay, right. Um, I personally am enjoying it quite a lot. I think we have a lot we could talk about, and uh, I would like to hear what you think is going to happen in the balance of this of of this season. Where are we going to end with Moon Knight? What's Moon? Where's Moon Knight going to be in the MCU when we finish this series? Because you know he's going to beat Amit. He's part of the Marvel Knights, right? Oh, I don't know. I think he is. I think him, Punisher, Wolverine, and Deadpool. Oh, okay. And okay. where I, you might want to fact check me, check me on that. I thought um, it was Midnight Suns, which I know Oscar Isaac made a reference to recently. Correct. Um, Black Panther, Punisher, Daredevil, Inhumans is Marvel Knights. So, uh, no, no, change begin with Daredevil, Black Panther, Moon Knight, Wolverine, Spider Man. So, this is where I think they're going to go with this, and I really hope that our previous conversation is right. I think this is going to be the more, um, this is these are the characters focused more towards us. The mid thirties, early forties have followed Marvel their entire mm-hmm. life, kind of thing. They're going to give us these characters, and I think they're going to flood some X Men that way. Uh, okay. So they're going to kind of do the Avengers more towards the family friendly. Yep, yep. And the superhero, and then we're going to get some X Men, and I think the X Men are going to be a little bit more brash and brutal. Okay. And I think it's. I starts- mean, back to what we were talking about on the rated R piece, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, Wolverine. Dude's got three long metal indestructible claws that come out of his hands. And it took that like dude stabs s- people with those. That's how he superheroes. He stabs motherfuckers with those, right? Like that's how that works. So anybody who thinks that Wolverine's this big cuddly superhero, is, that is not the case. He d- he's not like putting you to sleep. He's it, he's stabbing you. It took like six <laughs> movies from Fox to finally realize, hey, we need to cut off arms with his yeah, claws. Like that. That's what Wolverine does. That's what he does. <laughs> Cyclops literally opens up a flap on his laser beam eyes and annihilates people yeah like melts you yeah the x-men are not friendly yeah it's not captain america who's trying to like put you in a chokehold and take you to jail right the x yeah wolverine will kill you and and so but i think you're right and where we're i i think hopefully i'm hoping my fingers crossed everybody is that where this is going is we're going to kind of split like you were saying of the mcu is going to kind of have this there's there's this whole cosmic piece of it, right? That we've right. got with Thor Ragnarok and and the Celestials with the with Eternals and all. There's this celestial piece of the MCU, right? That's a little more focused up there. 
And then you've got this kind of street level justice, right? That's happening. That's kind of the defenders and stuff is where that fit in before. But you know, there was the midnight suns, Mm -hmm. which was blade and moon Knight, And I want to say punisher and Uh, who the fuck else? Who's the guy that, um, Ooh, uh, game of Thrones guy, werewolf by night. And is that his name? Oh, I don't know. Werewolf by Night is the character I know. Um, who's that dude? Um, he was in um, Eternals, and they show Black Knight. Was he Black Knight? Oh, the Black Knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the Black Knight is in there. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So we saw that in Eternals. Yep. And Blade with the Ebony Blade. Right. Right. So, and if I remember correctly, the Ebony Blade has a similar. Uh, like source, like it came from from the similar place as Gore's, bl- the null blade that Gore the God Butcher has. Mm. See, intertwining those intertwining. worlds, multiverse, multiverse yep. is going to be kid friendly. You get all those spinoffs of stories, mm-hmm. and then we can get all the. Uh, but we're better to do like Marvel, like creepy horror shit than gosh, a Midnight dude. Sun series where you have Blade and Moon Knight like fighting. I mean, what if Dracula was the big bad? In a Midnight Suns Nick Cage? Yeah. Cool. Nick Cage is Dracula. Actually, that would be kind of cool. Oh, dude. There was a big actor that was joining the MCU just recently. Oh, um, Andrew Lincoln. Oh, I didn't hear that. From uh, Walking Dead. Oh, really? Yeah. Rick Grimes. Okay. He's going to be in the MCU. Interesting. They don't know who yet. I hope he's... uh, Who's Blades, dude? The the white guy? Who's Chris Chris Ofterson? I know you're talking about. Oh, him. what's his name? He's he's a good one, um, but but they could take on these kind of like mystical threats or like uh, you know what I'm saying. These uh, I'm, dr- I'm drawing a blank on the word for it. Whistler, dark the, arts, dark arts, the dark side of Marvel. Because yeah. for a long time, Marvel was the comic series that went dark. They had to. DC was already there. Yeah, they were like. DC was kind of more grim, right? right? right. Versus like Marvel dirty, went, grim, street-level justice. And Marvel's been controversial th- its entire run. Like, the X-Men were all about, like, gender identity and living through the 60s and, like, oppression and race. And the X-Men encompassed that. Mm-hmm. And in the 90s, like, they had characters ripping arms off and killing them and just straight up annihilating families. The comic book series in the nineties. Well, what happened was image image came out Mm -hmm. and image was like, yeah, we're going to do whatever we want. So Marvel and DC were like, fuck, we got to do something too. And who, who adapted that DC for a while Mm -hmm. until Joel Schumacher messed up Batman. And then Marvel came out with Batman or a blade Mm -hmm. and blade was bloody gory and awesome. Yep. So we got to go back to it. And just There's can you a, watch Blade on Disney Plus? Ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know if you can. I'm gonna look that up. I, I haven't seen anything about it, but that'd be cool. It has to be. Um. So Moon Knight. So do you? Th- to answer your question, I think he's gonna be one of those characters that pops in in all these other movies and series. Okay. I think the series. I think it's gonna have its run. I think Disney is gonna realize where they could put him. And they'll put them in a Punisher series. Mm-hmm. They'll put them in like Spider-Man's animated series. You know, they'll yep. put them in a multiverse movie. But he'll Do be. You think able to that he's going to get? You think he'll get recruited by call it the larger MCU 
at the end of this show, or do they think they'll end this show self-contained and then he's going to be recruited in in the the team up? Because so, what I'm thinking of is like Iron Fist shows up in the middle of Luke Cage's. Right, they do a little bit of the Heroes for Hire for two episodes, and then he leaves again. Versus, like when at the post credit scene, right? Uh, Nick Fury shows up and recruits Tony Stark and shows up and recruits the Hulk. Oh, that's good. Right. And you're like, okay, we know we're setting up for something bigger here versus him just cameoing in another show. They have to like, uh, but the question is who and where, because if you look at miss, uh, miss Marvel, yep. That's a, that's going to be directly off multiverse of madness. Um, you could see her mm-hmm. in Multiverse of Madness, but Moon Knight, where would he go? I wonder if they would set up a Blade movie. Dude, because again, when you think of the post credit scene for Eternals, yeah, was you got Marshala Lee's like, voice ask, asking the dark, you know, the, the Black Knight, you ready for this, right? Yeah. Um, I, I could, I, that's 100% where my head was at also, was um, do, we get, do we get a Blade cameo in the last episode? Where, you know, everything is just a complete dumpster fire in this last episode, which inevitably it will be, right? Mm-hmm. Moon Knight ties up the loose ends and is starting to put his house back in order. And he comes home to his apartment and Blade's standing there next to his fish tank. <laughs> the fish tank. <laughs> You're right, though. Like, I, that, I, would be, I would be hyped for that. All right. That gives me an awesome reason to watch this more. I, I'm still watching it, but... Well, yeah. I mean, like, I want to finish it. I'm curious now. I am ready for some more Moon Knight, but you know what I want to do? What's that? We're going to do this a little differently okay. this time. So what we got coming up over here is... Oh, shoot. I got to do this. You know what this is? Some sweet music. How do you support the show? How do I support the show? Yeah. Um, I text back late at night. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, yeah, if you just text me late at night and tell me that you want to be on the show, then hell yeah. Yeah. But the other ways you could do it is like us on YouTube, like us on our podcast, follow us, do all that good stuff. B-Movies Beyond, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, um, the website follow us there you can go back and listen to past episodes buy merchandise i always wear my sweet merchandise when i do the podcast i like my five panel hat a lot of people love it too and um usually i let this right out but i'm going to get right back into our new one that was a quick sponsor review mm. and then now we got What does this remind you of? Ooh, um, I kind of say like, um, like Hawaii Five O or something. I always get Tarantino vibes. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that, I, that's a good reference, like a Reservoir Dogs kind of thing. Yeah, or um, that Gnarls Barkley. Mm. Not Gnarls Barkley. Danger Doom. I'll show you the song later. Yeah. Um. All right. Reviews. What we're doing this time is since me and Brendan saw the same movie, we are going to review Sonic 2. Yeah. We're going to get both perspectives of it. And then you have a couple on there for your reviews, but I'm going to move those to recommendations. Let's do it. Deal. So let me give you a little background. I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan. 
Uh, well, I mean, I knew that, but that's only because <laughs> I'm your friend. <laughs> I uh, and the reason is I had a Sega Genesis and not a Nintendo. Oh, okay. So I always okay. played Sonic. You're one of those kids. I was, yeah, dude. And I had all the Segas. I had Master System, Genesis. I had Dreamcast. Like I had an N64, but I never had the other two. Um, so I was really excited for Sonic One. Did you watch that one? I did. When? Hmm? Before? Oh, after. No, I saw the second one first. I like it. Okay. Let me get your thought on this one then, because everybody knows how I feel about Sonic One. I think it should have won an Oscar. I would I would not have gone that far. Uh, oh, come on, twenty twenty was like a shit show. You, you know what? You're right. That's what we got to look in context. It's like it's like when you're looking for food in the airport and you're like, man, this place has three stars on Yelp, but that's as good as it gets in the airport. This is this is fine dining here at the Applebee's. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I I what I would say is. These were excellent, entertaining movies, right? I I've, I categorize them in my mind with like Shrek, oh, where it's like, and that was a great movie. You know, kind of a <laughs> there's there's enough action and everything to be exciting as an adult sitting in this movie, right? Like it didn't change my life, but it's a kids movie, right? It's it, and there were there were adult jokes in there, right? That uh-huh. that. You were like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Thank you for pandering to me, or at least acknowledging that I'm in this theater with all the children, <laughs> right? And um, so I don't feel awkward. Yeah, like, like the guy next to us. All, all the kids laugh at like the fart jokes, and then they make a sex joke, and you're like, <laughs> in the theater. Um, well, why are you calling me? I'm right. <laughs> uh, but you, uh, what? I, yeah, entertaining. Really, no downsides. I thought the the special effects were done well, the CGI was done well, and especially after having seen the internet shitstorm from Sonic One and having seen the preview, the first preview of Sonic One, the Abomination with Gangsters Paradise. As a um, yeah. I mean, that was an abomination. There was like something in the uncanny valley there where just people's monkey brain were going like, no, this ain't this is whatever this is, it ain't right. That's, and they did fix that. That's the funny thing about Sonic the Hedgehog as a character. Forever he took a backseat to Mario. Everybody loved Mario Brothers. Like He had his look. He had his style forever. And Sonic went through all these changes. He was a little baby hedgehog. And then they made him this sweet little teen rad blah, blah, blah with soap shoes. Like he was sponsored by soap shoes in one video game. Oh. Um, and they were always trying to evolve Sonic and he just needed to be what he originally was, a cartoon hedgehog. They didn't need to mm-hmm. humanize him. They didn't need to create this like realistic approach to this guy. Even when they started adding people in the video games, it was weird. Like other yeah. people besides Dr. Robotnik. Yeah. And then, so you did catch on to the, uh, the initial like tr- internet reaction. The best, this is why I'm following this movie series so much is because the internet won like yeah. the internet literally, <laughs> they they saw the trailer and were like, no, you're not going to do that. Yeah. You're, we're not going to let it happen. Mm-hmm. And Paramount was like, oh, shit. Yeah, we got to go and redo this. And they delayed the movie and they released it right in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And the internet was pleased. Yes. Reddit was happy. They were. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Sonic has some of the best memes out there. So they could have they could have released this pile of shit mm-hmm. and, and uh, it would have been um, like, people would have been like, um, uh, we're, we're not going to like this whatsoever, you know? And, and 
excuse me, that was a nice little burp. But yeah. um, Sonic Two, Sonic Two. What do I think about this? So I've seen this movie twice already. Okay, <clears throat> I saw it with my nephew and I yep. saw it with you. Okay, two totally different experiences. Okay, was and I loved each one of them because here I am with my buddy and watching this and I'm going, "Yep, this is a kid's movie." Mm-hmm. But that was funny. The, the reference with the Rock. Yeah. Oh, Diesel. dude. So can we say, uh, can we yeah, spoil yeah, yeah. this? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like spoiler alert, but there's a, there's a line where they go like, <clears throat> like, Oh, they've, they've been enemies since the beginning of time. Like, like Vin Diesel and the rock <laughs> fucking Ryan. And I just lost it in a theater full of children. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the humor that Sonic the Hedgehog two has with, with us. Yeah. You know? I think Jim Carrey brings some of that too, though. Oh my right? gosh, like, dude. That dude, I'm glad he's kind of back on his feet a little bit, it seems like, with his like... And he adapted the character. Yeah. He could have been this actor, like he did with Kick-Ass 2. Mm-hmm. He was a character in there. He hated every moment of it. And then after the Sandy Hook shooting, um, he disassociated himself from the movie whatsoever. So right. it made watching the movie very awkward. It did. To, with Jim Carrey. But this one, he was like... Yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm Dr. Robotnik, and it's me doing my character. Yeah. Because Dr. Robotnik is not like Jim Carrey. Like, his quest to take over the world, he's he's kind of dumb at it, but he's not funny. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey. He does his mannerisms. He, I mean, ho- opening scene, holy shiitake, you know? Like, <laughs> stupid shit like that. <clears throat> What's cool about this is I was able to go see this movie with you and laugh at the jokes all the way across and then still kind of sit back and be like, yeah, that's a kid movie. I could get past that. Mm-hmm. The one scene that I think went on way too long was the entire wedding scene. Oh yeah. I think they could have cut that and give Easily. me more knuckles. Easily. Yeah. And the cool thing about this movie series, Sonic already has two. Mario just has one in the past and they don't have another one yet. No, they don't. Until Chris Pratt comes out with one. Is that real? Yeah. Okay. The animation studio behind um, Despicable Me is doing a Mario movie. And they have an all-star cast, actually. You know, it makes me think back to, like, trying to mix CGI and live action, right? It's it's like a long-standing problem. but With a character who's a cartoon. Yes. The cartoon piece of it is the most difficult. And to get that CGI to look right and true to the cartoon character, but then also to make it not look... Um, I don't know, cheap or, or Roger Rabbit. Goo- well, and so that's exactly where I was going with this was if you think back to, uh, you know, uh, Roger Rabbit, Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. I actually think that for where we were in film technology at the time, that movie was very well done. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there, there were things about how Roger Rabbit interacted with the real world that they had to have done practically. Mm-hmm. when they were shooting the film, right? And I had this like huge appreciation for that in that movie. And I felt like there were pieces of that that I saw here as well, where there was obviously tons of CGI because it's so easy and cheap to do now. It's right. just, it'd be dumb to do everything practically. But that's one of the things that I really enjoyed about WandaVision was in the first few episodes of WandaVision, right? Especially the ones where they were they were really like, like um, channeling, uh, like be- bewitched, right? Bewitched or the Dick Van Dyke show, some of those, right? And Bewitched where she would always have these like magic spells and plates would spin and that kind of stuff, but they would all do that on clear wires and like really advanced practical effects at the time for this. Um, 
it's just nice when when you get a blend of the CG piece of it, but then there's pieces of it that feel authentic because they were done practically. I agree with you. I think this movie had a good blend of that. I think, um, well, even in the story, like the 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 creatures, the Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, they all had their own world. They all they all came into this world, so they explained why they're here. They weren't just these CGI video game characters here. They they came to Earth for a reason. Mm-hmm. Now. <sighs> They were able to. What I want to say here is, here's the thing: Sonic is really fast at what he does, and you saw it in the first twenty something minutes of of the movie. And then when they go to the snow cap in like Russia, yeah, he, it's like he lost all his speed abilities. Right? Why? To show that tails could fly him around. Cool. I mean, yeah. Now, and similar bone to pick is. And you, and you know the Sonic universe and history much better than I do. It, it was is Knuckles in in the canon, right? In the video games, stupid or dumb? <clears throat> Not until later. Okay. Because you're right. In the first Sonic Three and Sonic Knuckles, he was a badass. Yeah. In his character, he was tough. He was strong. He can always beat Sonic. However, he was slower. But it wasn't until later. In the video game series, I think it was after like Sonic Adventure 2 and they started making all these spin-offs on PlayStation and Nintendo and shit, is where they made him very gullible and very dumb. Yeah. And in this movie, he he was. And he like, was. And to me, and maybe it was Idris Alba's voice. <laughs> the Arby's commercial? That just, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. but or, or just think about all the other characters that he plays. He plays these like super badass, intelligent, I mean, Deadshot and... Um, right, like some of these other characters, the Black Superman and Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, probably his his career defining moment. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but realistically, he, he he doesn't typically play a stupid person, right? And Heimdall is like one of my favorite characters. He does, um, but then you know you just get into this like, okay, then you know he's voicing this character that. I just feel like they didn't need to make Knuckles dumb. They could have made him naive because he's from another planet or another universe or whatever. And there were things he didn't get about like the Thor thing, right? Where he like throws the mug on the ground or whatever. Like they could have funny things about how Knuckles is this oddball that didn't require him to be dumb. I just, it annoys me sometimes when there's the like, oh, it's the big, strong, dumb person that just is like a a trope that's just so played out of like everybody that can punch really hard doesn't need to be stupid. Did you notice they made him progressively dumber in the movie? I kind of got that impression too. The first time you saw Knuckles, you were, as the audience, you were intimidated by him. Yeah. He defeated Sonic. He came in and just whooped his ass. Yeah. And then progressively, as he was by Dr. Robotnik's side, he, uh, Robotnik played on his, um, his being gullible. Sorry, I'm about to choke up. (coughs) Yeah, Sorry. I just felt like he was so easily misled by uh by But Dr. he became Robotnik. dumber. Yeah. Like like when he was reading the text messages while it was funny, they were like, is this guy really this stupid? Right. You know? And just, you know, if you think if he teleported through time or whatever to come <clears throat> and chase down the emerald. It's just like, okay, you made it this far and get like fooled by this goofy Robotnik dude, I just um, that could have felt a little more authentic to me. But again, it's a kids' movie, so I get it. 
And then, you know, when they were playing baseball, he he was really, really dumb. Like, he didn't know what ice cream was. Yes. <laughs> that's why I was like, come on, you're placating this too much. Yeah. Or, I mean, again, that's the kind of thing you could have done earlier in the movie, where they stop and get ice cream, and he's like, what's ice cream? And then you, okay, yeah, he is really, like, from a different world, different planet, whatever. Cut some of the wedding scene out and show yeah. them at ice cream, so he's like, what is it? Instead of him explaining what it is. Yeah. Show me that, instead of him telling me how stupid he is. Yeah. I hate cringe comedy anyways. I agree with you. Um, would you go see this movie again? Sonic 2? Yeah. Not in theaters. I'd watch it on when uh, it comes out on video. Me too. I've watched the first one a lot. I've showed a lot of people the movie. Well, if I had a reason to go, right? If like, you know, there's some kids that like, I needed to go or whatever, that would be fine. But and they're um, like, hey. I, I would not go myself and see it again. <laughs> you mean you wouldn't be in a theater full of kids watching an animated movie like that? You know, I think they might think I was creepy. More so than normal when I'm there by myself watching a movie. Can I tell you, when I went to go see it with my nephew, Okay, a couple of those people were there. Okay. <laughs> and I had that first thought, like, what are you doing here? Like, I'm 36 years old. I love Sonic. However, I wouldn't go see it by my... I would watch a movie mm-hmm. by myself, but that's one movie I would just not by myself. Especially in a theater full of kids. Yep. So, we don't need, like, the mature version of Sonic. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just keep on making them fun for kids. And, um, of course, set up for a sequel. Yeah, if you, if you live up to the first two movies in Shrek, I'll be happy. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I like it. Um, all right. What? Uh, wow, it's almost that time. It is? It is that time, Brendan. And uh, you know what time that is? It's time for me to find this one. Yes! Yes! Oh! 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 Ryan finally found that oh, new Disney Plus channel. <laughs> oh. I'll have what she's having. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yep. Dude, could you, imagine, extra. could you imagine? That would be like an idiocracy kind of thing. Like, there's Disney Plus and then there's Disney XXX. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be funny if Disney XXX was like easier to get into than Disney Plus. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you could just log right in. But like Disney Plus, if you want to watch Punisher, you had to go through like five different age restrictions. Right. Um, Excuse me, man. Gore's heavy, heavy. Yeah, and the sure. mic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to watch these. <laughs> you smell like beer. <laughs> Mostly from me. But I'm always Mike one, so... I don't know who uses that one. That's not me. Anyway, um, recommendations. Brendan, you have been watching Moon Knight. What else are you recommending? Ooh, uh, well, the other two series that I'm in the middle of right now that are still going, I am watching uh, I, I am watching both uh, Star Trek Picard and also uh, because I paid for Paramount Plus to be able to watch Star Trek Picard, which still pisses me off. <laughs> um, but I have no other way to watch it without pirating it, and I just... It's a lot of effort. And um, anyways, enjoying Picard, but just seems like we're revisiting um, some existing Star Trek tropes, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I think they're trying to close some some gaps in the lore and, and, and build some new stories for some of these characters. And um, But it also feels repetitive in a way, right? It doesn't feel like we're covering a lot of new ground. Um, so anyways, I... I I don't want to. I want to withhold judgment till I get all the way through the season. Isn't Jerry Ryan in this one? She is. She was in season one too. She looks good. 
I think she's done. I, honestly, I think that this gave Jerry Ryan season one and season two a card to really redeem the seven of nine character. Yeah. Right. That I think just was maligned in Voyager where they really wanted, and this is my understanding of the story, right? It was just that they really wanted Captain Janeway to have more of a love interest type story, but um, she didn't want, the actress didn't want to be sexualized, right? In that way, she wanted to be a professional captain in the same way that, that Picard was. And I think she deserved every bit of that, right? But as a result, they wrote her out of a bunch of... <laughs> out of a bunch of episodes and brought in seven of nine in a cat suit. And, um, <laughs> so like I get that. Which just, worked first time. I, I mean, yeah, it just, there's a recipe for success here, guys. Um, Listen, nobody was going to watch deep space nine like that without, <laughs> you know, you, you right. You right. <laughs> wait, 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 where is it? There were some, there were some episodes of Voyager that were written that were just, I mean, really a crime against humanity. Um, but yeah, so long story short, I'm withholding judgment on Picard season two until it's over. I think that they've done some cool things with some characters. I'm enjoying seeing more about Q and Guinan and how, what that really means. So excited about Picard. I recommend it. Some good, some good special effects and some good storytelling there, but not blowing my mind yet. And then because I've been on Paramount Plus, also been watching Halo. What is this Halo you speak of? Hey, do I need to tell you about what Halo is? Like, is it is it like a spinoff of video game? Something? That's how I spent my freshman year of undergrad. <laughs> you know what's funny? I remember that. I remember going over to your house to work on your car, and you're like, "Hey, what's up, buddy?" And you guys are playing Halo. Yep. But yeah. I just finished. I turned off my game of Halo to go meet up with you. Yeah. So that was that was an original Xbox. Oh my gosh, with LAN. Ooh boy! Like you know, some LAN parties. Oh my. I have to bring multiple Xboxes and multiple Just TVs. super long yellow, like... Yeah, network cables <laughs> running down the dorm hallways. Bro, you hooked up. Yeah, yeah, hooked up. So, and um, then, so I really, after Halo 3, probably didn't play any of the video games after that. was me that, too. Right, that was Halo 3 was probably where I ran out of runway there. And just, again, you gotta, pick, you, gotta four, pick, reach. you gotta pick your battles on how... I don't have time. I mean, nobody got time for that anymore. I'm 36 years old. And I, when I, I, get a, to pick, I get to pick a video game every now and then that and I need to dig into. And when it's the same, into. like... Playstyle, it gets old. Well, and just also so much of it got to be focused on the multiplayer, right? Where you know, there's just only so much I like that story. I want that I want to log in 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 my evenings and get my ass kicked by a seven year old, right? Like I just and you give know, me the story. Let me play. Yeah, <laughs> let, let let me play through the single player story and miss me with the with the preteens. And um, so what I would say is. Absolutely, yeah. There's 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 obviously this giant body of lore that's been built up about the Halo universe across all these games that have been made. And I can only imagine any number of different pitches that they've made over the years to go create a movie or create a show. I know there was a movie that was like half greenlit for like seven fucking years. Peter Jackson was involved. And the director of District 9 was involved. Right. Like it would have been amazing. So like there's just, there was all these different options that have come up over time and and we chose to greenlit this one like th- this <laughs> this is this is what made it <laughs> like it, <laughs> me, I'm right. <laughs> I, i'm sorry it's just the um armor's well done there's some cool things with when they're fighting and the and the the blade the energy blades and there's there's some cool shit going on here guys but don't go into it expecting the writing to blow your mind. There, are, it is a, it's another paint by numbers scenario. Yeah, brother, 
I have watched the series. I will. I continue to watch the episodes and go with it, but I feel like I'm watching um, cosplay. I feel it, like yeah, it could be any generic sci-fi story. Who's who, it? Could be anything. Who's that company that makes like the cosplay, like YouTube videos, like Bat of the Moon or something like that? Oh, I, don't I feel know. like they they made this. Um, it feels like a Showtime production. Mm-hmm. It is Showtime. And have you ever watched like other Showtime sci-fi stuff? Yeah, I'm sure I have. I don't know if I separated them in my brain. Um, what's the other one? It's not Rome, but it's um, Spartacus. Oh, I didn't see that. People love Spartacus. However, when I watch Spartacus, it seems super cheesy. Okay, yeah, and, that's that's how I feel about this too. Yeah, and it's Showtime. That's and it's it's a it's the production company behind it. They don't have HBO behind them. HBO mm-hmm. can throw down an amazing series like Showtime is like the Kroger brand HBO. And it always has been. And that's what Halo is, right? Now, yeah. Like, I'm not involved in this story. I hate some of the characters. I hate the little Asian girl and I hate the Indian lady. The, dude, the, so the, <laughs> the entire plot line around the rebel's daughter yeah. missed me with the whole thing. You, you could have deleted that entire storyline out of the out of the show so far. And I don't think I would have arguably missed anything. And she's terrible on screen. And she, yeah, she sucks. Yeah. Well, and again, I don't want to malign the actress if she's just being fed garbage. But like... She's not engaged. Like I just, I'm not, I'm not emotionally invested in that piece of the storyline. And so then it's one of those things where every time she's on screen, it's like you fast forwarding through Frodo and Sam and fucking Mordor. And you're like, yeah, I get it. it there's no water and it's hot, but like, let's go. They should have spent more time developing the relationship between Master Chief and Cortana than yeah. him and this girl. Yep. Because I felt like that was crammed in one episode. It was like, here's Cortana. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, who? I don't want that. You know, and she's like, um, I'm here to help you. And also the mom from Californication just doesn't sell me as like super brilliant scientist. <laughs> and maybe that's just me being an asshole, but I just like, I don't, she doesn't sell as that for me. Just like in your, again, your monkey brain of like, who is this person? Right. She, I hate it when you're drunk. That didn't work. That was the wrong one, but you get what I'm saying. I just, I'm not, she's supposed to be the, like the super brilliant like creator of Cortana and creator of the Spartan program. And I just, she kind of comes across as like, ah, I'm the crazy scientist. I don't know. I just don't, again, not inspiring. I'm not emotionally invested is what's happened. Have you watched the movie Elysium? Yes. I feel like that's what this series is just with B rated actors. Oh yeah. You know, that's not, that's not a bad call because Elysium was made in spite of Halo. Okay. If you notice, they're on a big Halo they ring. They are on a ring. They're trying to get into a planet, blah, blah, blah. Yep. The only thing missing are Spartans. Yep. And you have, um, oh my gosh. Like augmented name? like dudes with power armor. Right. Yeah, I get it. So. Um, Where's the more you know? Oh, yeah. Give yeah, me that. Yeah, Give yeah, me that. I got you. you want to, it's right there. Over here? Yeah. Oh. I gave him the power. I should have that one. I have the power. What is that? He-Man? Um I agree with you hundred percent. I want to love Halo, but I think they need to put a little bit more into the story and a little bit less into the, um, cosplay look mm-hmm. of it. So, okay. My recommendation, um, I can make this one super quick. I want you to go back and revisit the Batman at home. Mm-hmm. You and I saw this at IMAX up close. We did. And I wasn't mad. And I wasn't mad because the sound of this movie is what brought me into this movie. So if you have a good sound system, turn off all the lights, 
Listen to the rain. Listen to Nirvana. Listen to that fucking Batmobile fire up, it's dude. Dirty, dude. Like I've 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 watched it and I've watched certain scenes again, and I'll tell you, watching that Batmobile fire up and get ready to like it's a and that's what I love about Batman. You don't have the characters. You have Batman. You have the villains, and the other characters are his car. The city, mm-hmm. like Catwoman. So you have all these other, like the Batmobile is a character, and I think you in, were you were telling me this right, where you were Gotham is a character. Gotham is Batman. a character, yeah, and I think Gotham is, and I think Matt Reeves did an awesome job portraying Gotham as a character. Yeah, because I felt like this was a city that would make sense somewhere in the United States. Mm-hmm. It's not just some cookie cutter place that that uh, Chris Nolan. Decided. Small town USA or whatever, big yeah, city USA. Exactly, and it makes me want to go and see what other cities DC has. They have Metropolis. They have, I think, like Central City or something like that. They have other cities where all these superheroes are at, but they're fake. But Gotham is the best character out of all of them. Yep, my opinion. So, oh, I gotta put that on there. Never mind. We are about wrapping up this one up. So, uh, any last words? Man. No, I don't think so. We covered a lot of ground this time. All right. Well, we have more episodes. I'm going to bug Brendan to join us more often. You're going to get way more MCU content, and we're going to talk about the Moonlight, Moon Knight a little bit more. And um, we could go on forever. And dude, there's so much coming. Dude. We just There's so much content coming this summer. We're, we're going to have no, never-ending stuff to talk about. I'm not going to lie. You blew my mind about Stranger Things. 100%. Well, you just wait. Be sure to visit bmoviesbeyond.com. Why are you calling me? I'm right.